Welcome to the Chat GPT podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. On the podcast, we break down everything that is happening in AI today, talk about Chat GPT, OpenAI, and all the advancements that are happening in the industry at a rapid pace. Today on the show, I am talking to Matthew Iverson, an expert in the AI field. He's the CEO and co-founder of PromptBox. And today we are going to be talking about AI reading your mind. So without further ado, let's jump into it. We have Matthew Iverson for an emergency podcast episode. We're recording this because some insane AI news has dropped today. So we're going to cover it. And uh, the big news, I'll just give you the I'll give you the headline on this. And then we'll ask Matt what his input and thoughts on it are. And then I actually did some research into what has been going on in this space over the last few years, because it's actually pretty insane. This isn't actually like the first thing or time that we are seeing this. Um, and what is happening is AI is being trained to be able to read your mind. So um, obviously lots of dystopian uh, concepts are coming to mind. A lot of people are saying, oh, this is you know awesome. But pretty much what's happening um, is that they took a group of people and they put their, them into an fMRI scanner. There's a difference between an fMRI and a normal MRI. Um, I'll go into that in a second. But they stick them into an fMRI scanner, which is specifically for your brain. They make them listen to a 16-hour-long podcast, essentially. Or, I mean, it's just like an audiobook, right? And it's it's a descriptive podcast. Uh, and they're telling the people to, as you listen to this, like, story that it's telling you or whatever, visualize what is, like, going on. And so after they've done this, they've taken the 16 hours of fMRI brain scans, and they fed them alongside the audio uh, or alongside the transcript of the podcast, right? So it's like time synced, uh, what's happening in your brain versus what you're hearing. And they fed this into an AI and they had it trained. And then after that, they could bring the participants back in and have them visualize for one minute, like reading a story pretty much and visualize what's happening in that story for one minute. Then they would ask the AI, um, just based off of solely reading their brain scans, what were they listening to or what were they reading? And it could like literally give them exactly what the person was thinking. So it literally is now able to read our minds. So Matthew, what is your, uh, what's your take on this? This is so crazy. So you called me like 30 minutes ago and you're like, uh, AI can read minds. And then you broke it down. And essentially, I mean, what we're talking about here is turning brainwaves into language, which is like the most sci-fi like thing you could even think of. And like you, you, you have some like funny use cases that this will be brought, but I'm, I always think of this like with super like critical thinking first, like, is this as crazy as it sounds? Cause it sounds crazy. This is essentially uh, people can now read your mind. So, uh, you know, training AI on brainwaves. This is similar to the thing that Elon Musk did with the monkeys in the video game, or someone did this thing where the monkey thinks like they're playing like a game of pong where you have to move the paddle and bounce the ball. And the monkey thinks left and the pong goes left or the paddle goes left to bounce the ball. And it's because they, what the, when the, when the monkey thinks left, they read the brain scan and they understand what it looks like to think left. Yeah. But now they're actually grabbing like picture and thoughts and things like from like these complex, these complex brain scans and turning it into language. Like that's just yeah, super this is scary. So, this is so wild because I feel like it's definitely something that's been creeping up on us. Like, yeah, I knew about the Neuralink thing and like, oh yeah, brain computer interfaces. It's like a thing it's going to happen. But it was like, like they showed a demo and yeah, the monkey's like playing pong. It's like really, I don't know, like basic pretty much. And all of a sudden we're really quickly coming into like, oh no, it can literally read word for word, every thought coming out of your brain. 
it's really interesting. So I was reading this article about this whole thing on Dazed, uh, and it was it was kind of funny because they were talking about like, oh, you know, it's not it's you know it's not perfect. And they said, you know, one of the problems with it is that, you know, um, it, when you think of when you think like a thought, it doesn't get it word for word. Sometimes it just like has like a close, um, a, like a close example. So this is their example. They had one example where a participant listened to the words, I don't have my driver's license yet. And the AI based off of their brain detected it as she has not even started to learn to drive yet. So it's like, oh, it's like, it's like off. It's kind of like a gotcha moment in this like article by the journalist where they're like, oh, you, like. That is so they, insane though. That is yeah, so then, insane. But this is like, they did a whole bunch of them and they're pulling out like, oh, these are the few, I think it's like 80% accurate or 90% accurate. And they're like pulling out the few where it like was inaccurate. Here's another one that they're like, gotcha, it was inaccurate. Um, the, a participant imagined the phrase, I got up from the air mattress and pressed my face against the glass of the bedroom window, expecting to see eyes staring back at me, but instead finding only darkness. And then this is what the AI got out of that. I just continued to walk up to the window and open the glass. I stood on my toes and peered out. I didn't see anything and looked up again. I saw nothing. It's like, and they're like, ha, see, it's like not perfect. This thing sucks. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, those That's are the, so crazy. Those are the rare cases where it's like off and uh, we're like, we're calling it like, I don't know, people are being like, oh, see, told you it wasn't perfect. It's like, dude, this is so insane. It, it's super close. And so that's the, the case are they saying wrong. these things out? Are they saying these things out loud? Or are they no, just thinking just them in their mind? Or like, them. are they just hearing them? Thinking they're just the thinking words. them. Holy. So are they, are they reading something in their head? They're or are they just it. like what? They're reading yeah. something. They're reading what? something, thinking yeah, the words, okay. and it scans the brain and tells them what the words were. And like, in a lot of cases, it actually just goes dead on with like the words. Um, and so anyways, with all these gotcha Whoa, things, so, and like, this is within a, okay. Oh, I'll say with all these gotcha moments, like people are like, ha see, it's not perfect. It's like, dude, this is literally like GPT mind reader V1, like out of like research Institute in Austin, Texas. Like this isn't, this isn't like a final product that anyone's pushed. No company has been able to spend like 10 million or a billion dollars on this thing yet, but like it will, it will get there. Like V1, this is like. I don't know, like chat, this is like a open AI's like Mary or like GPT one that they came out with like a million years ago, right? Like give this thing like three years and it's going to be perfect. It's going to be able to read your mind, everything you're thinking. It's crazy. Where do you think this goes? Like where, how, as far as technology, like let's not look at the implications in society yet. H how advanced do you think this technology will get? Yeah. You start thinking, well, I just started thinking like, you know, will eventually just be able to read each other's minds. And, you know, so uh, Elon Musk talks about this thing where the sum of all, uh, all of humans knowledge has been like put into the internet. And now every single person with the help of their phone has access to all of humans knowledge within their phone. So like essentially before we were all like individual with our own set of knowledge and we had, we could only pass it by osmosis. So when we talk to one another, we can pass on information then the internet came and it connected all of us so we can all have this uh, this information, but only through like device. And we're still um, restricted via our ability to like uh, export our knowledge and then import knowledge and like, you know, text with our hands. And like, that's a slow way to communicate still. I think when you look at this technology all the way down the line, it creates um, what you've only read about in sci-fi where like there's like a hive mind and you can like mm. access information instantly and you can 
you know, read people's thoughts and you can uh, communicate telepathically. And it's funny, the way that you talk about this is like the way that I think about it, where you can extrapolate the amount of progress and understand where AI is going. There's another type of person that I talk to often where I'll explain an idea about AI or about something crazy that blows my mind. They're like, yeah, it's kind of like these articles are like, yeah, well, I don't know. Like it seems, it seems restricted. Like, can you even imagine like the week the internet came out, imagining that you would be able to, you know, zoom someone in China like right. easily by pressing one button, like that would be incomprehensible. So yeah. looking at this technology and being like, yeah, you can read people's minds, but it's not perfect in the first week it was created. Like, yeah. no, I think this goes telepathic. And like, yeah. I think this, this combines, I think you can get in a room with people and everyone just puts their thoughts out there. I, I you know, I can't even, I was telling you earlier, like this is, this is the kind of thing that you would look at in a, what do we call it? The singularity event. Like yeah. this is the kind of thing you could never predict and you yeah. can't predict, you can't extrapolate on it. It's too crazy. I don't know. What, yeah. do you, what do you think? Oh, absolutely insane. I mean, going to like dystopian level, like imagine Terminator, but like all the robots, they like look at you and they know everything you're thinking. Like, oh, he's about to grab a gun and shoot me. He's about to jump to the left. He's about to like, and they just like predict and like destroy humanity. So like, obviously there's like the dystopian call, like uh, things. Okay, I want to take you on a, um, on a journey back through some news articles over the last few years uh, of how this has been progressing. Because this isn't something I've really paid attention to till all of a sudden, boom, something came out that literally can read every like thought in your brain and read your mind. Um, but this is actually something that's been like in the works for a while. And there's been a bunch of different things uh, that people have been working on. So um, first is going back to, and honestly, last year is when a lot of the stuff started exploding, but I still think AI wasn't quite how mainstream it is now after chat GPT. So it wasn't quite as uh, like as noticeable to people, but apparently the Chinese communist party. So obviously going straight to the dystopian use cases um, back in July last year, they started using mind reading AI to test loyalty of communist party members. Um, so this is actually really interesting. I was looking into it, like it was all over like social media in China and then they like shut it down. So it like disappeared, but people have like the leaked videos and stuff. And essentially they put them into a glass telephone booth, glass box, which is really interesting because it's, it would appear to be less cumbersome than like a straight up like MR, an MRI scanner where they're sliding you under this whole thing and you got to sit in there and there's all this like, you know, machinery around you, like, no, it's a glass box, aka, you walk through one of the a glass box to get into the subway in London, or you walk through like a glass box at the airport security, like all sorts of places. And according to the uh, smart political education, uh, or according to the Institute of Artificial Intelligence in HIFI, the smart political education bar, um, that's what they're calling their technology uses it analyzes users' brainwaves and deploys facial recognition to discern the level of acceptance for ideological and political education. So pretty much CCP, Chinese Communist Party, is giving people like the education about why they're the greatest. And um, they're looking at like how you accept their ideology through your facial expressions and different things like that. I actually personally would believe that um, this is a dummied down version of what we have now. What we What just was discovered, I think, is way more powerful than this. Because if they're looking at your facial expressions, it's like... It's not like just pure machine. It's honestly, this is kind of, this can be an interesting example because this is like, uh, I don't know, but it's the difference between Elon Musk's Tesla using cameras to drive, right? They can just like see everything on the road and they drive like that. 
um, versus literally using like LIDAR or something that has like a radar to know where everything is to drive. And Elon and Tesla are going the camera route and actually a lot of other companies are going that way. So it's interesting that this is a complete, uh, is completely different, but obviously you can't physically see inside someone's brain. So it makes sense. But yeah, China was trying to just use facial recognition to um, detect what people were thinking and saying and or about their stuff. And now we're going straight inside their mind with actual MRI scanners, which is pretty insane. Um, this is going to be so, crazy. Um, yeah, so super crazy. But uh, they, uh, yeah, they pretty much used that. They were able to detect how people were, you know, getting indoctrinated onto Chinese or Chinese Communist Party stuff. So that was back in July last year. And then there was an article that came out in August. Um, where someone developed a technology to translate brain waves into photos. So they were able to scan your brain, same, same sort of stuff, F MRI scanner. Um, and you know, it's called a non-invasive brain imaging technology. And pretty much um, they would have you look at a picture, scan your brain, and they were able to recreate the picture of the person. And uh, I'm looking at some examples and it's probably like 80% the person. It's not an exact like photo of the person, but it's like, pretty dang close and the first thing that comes to mind That's with this crazy. particular application from last year is like oh for like police right like someone does a crime you see them and they got like the police sketch guy now it's just like oh we'll scan your brain like visualize the person's face and then boom we'll like <laughs> draw it for you um so like theoretically it could be cool and they had all these like really optimistic use cases for this where um you know it can help to recreate experiences from your dreams or i don't know like a bunch of like random optimistic cases for hmm. it but at the end of the day i feel like a lot of the stuff is moving in a dystopian pace pretty quickly so that's i don't know that's kind of crazy so you went chinese communist party next month you can make pictures and then after that um they were talking about picking concepts out of your brain so in october last year they developed one that could extract pretty much sentences sometimes but mostly like words so like it pretty much what it's doing now but it could only get like a concept oh you're kind of thinking about cars or you're thinking about like the park or you're thinking about the word mm. like fire like they could do that kind of so that was like amazing you know um in october last year then they went to um literal images so not just a picture of a person's face they kind of had that one down but then they went to in march of this year uh, image so you could see an image and then the ai could read your brain and it could recreate the image um and i think where this is all going is you're going to go through the airport or wherever um and they're going to say like uh, imagine what you did this morning and they'll have like some sort of like lie detection they'll like be able to literally create like a film from your thoughts of what was going on or like did you create a bomb i don't know like they'll they'll literally be able to pull like videos out of your brain. This isn't just like words and text now. Uh, I believe they're going to be able to pull videos out of your brain of your literal thoughts, which to me is insanity. This this is like, um, you know, when there's blind people, but they know how to like paint pictures of people that they see in their, like their inner mind's eye or, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like photographic memories. It seems like there's so much we don't understand because if if we're gathering all this information from someone's mind, it almost it almost goes into like the foofy stuff of like oh affirming thoughts or speaking kind words like uh, like affects these like things positively in real life it, it's because your mind waves 
can literally be understood, like your thoughts can literally be understood as pictures and images and the like physical things. You could probably turn them into sounds and music. Like, yeah, there's a lot going in the mind, going on in it's the mind true. that we don't understand. Obviously, right off the bat, I think of like dystopian, like governments are going to try to read our brains to see how, you know, we align with them politically or, or like, you know, all the, there's like all sorts of terrible dystopian things. China's already doing it right. But you're right there. I feel like this is going to be, there's got to be some massive advancements in like brain science and brain studies that we're going to make out of this. Um, yeah. Impacts of certain things on our brain and even just the technique they used for being able to train this, to read your mind where they like have you listen and imagine a podcast. And then they like can use that. Yeah. Like imagine if you sit there and listen to like a meditation session, scan your brain and then like, not just like look at your brain and be like, Oh, it makes you happy or releases this chemical into your body. It's just like, it, it literally can like show, mm. I don't know, you feed it into an AI and you can get like way more results. I'm not a brain scientist, so I don't know what it's going to come from. Imagine lie, like detect a, lie detector tests. Lie detector tests will be insane. Um, so, okay, really quickly, because all of these uh, studies that we've been talking about, they're using fMRI scanners. Um, and so the difference between a normal MRI and an fMRI, just to clarify, um, they're really similar, but their main difference is just pretty much their purpose. So an MRI creates a picture of your body's interior structure, while an fMRI records metabolic activity over time. Um, MRIs are used for various parts of your body, including your brain, but fMRIs specifically focus solely on your brain. So in case anyone was wondering, the difference is like an fMRI is exclusively just studying your brain. So I also wonder... Um, what the impacts, right? Like China was looking at like your facial expression and different things like that. It'd be interesting to do some of these same studies, but with an MRI scanner scanning your full body, like see how like your pulse quickens or like different, like there's gotta be a whole bunch of different elements of that your body's doing, uh, which all that extra data could be really crazy in addition to just like these fMRI scans. So one other thing that is crazy about this whole thing is it's like, oh man, this is far-fetched and like, you know, people um using these you know like the government's not gonna be able to get me under a fmri scanner or, or my employer or blah 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 whatever so it's not that big of a deal there's also an article i read in gizmodo from 2018 where there's a group of researchers and they developed a brain scammer or scanner that is way smaller than a regular fmri so it's pretty much just like a helmet or a hat that you could wear back in 2018 so, you know, like five years ago or so. Um, and so I don't think that this is far off, given that where like all these VR headsets, Facebook's going to come in, they'll be like, oh, for health reasons, we're just going to add like an fMRI scanner in there. And like Facebook will be able to read your brain, sell that data. Like, can you imagine? You'd be able to, uh, the thing I'm really trying to imagine is how t telepathy would work. Because if you can communicate with your brainwaves and thoughts, how, how, how would you be able to take that in? I'm trying to think of like, would you still have to hear things audibly? Wouldn't it be cool if, if their brainwaves could be like reflected into your brain? Uh, that would all, this almost like goes into like X-Men with like that guy wearing the helmet, like broadcasting his thoughts to like yeah, yeah, yeah. all the mutants. I think with telepathy, because the brainwave scanning, like it'd be like, it'd be like, tuning your brain to like a radio frequency or like having like a channel like a you know messenger chat channel open where it's like uh you know like 
open my thought channel with like this mm. person and then you think your thought and if they're like live they hear you or maybe it leaves it as like a message like a chat message you could like chat with people just by thinking thoughts you could be in the same room with someone having a conversation without yeah having to talk because you just think the words and then they respond to you uh crazy absolutely crazy they're gonna hook up a, like satellites with lasers and be able to like beam into the white house and read the president's thoughts and the funny thing is that sounds so dystopian and sci-fi and crazy, but like literally it's happening. And you look at the rate that AI is making advancements. Um, I was talking to someone recently and they're like, yeah, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be the whole scenario where like people are going to be wearing like special hats to like deflect brain scanners and stuff. And it's like all the tinfoil hat people. It's like, yeah, everyone's going to have like actual, you know how there's like those wallets that um they have like metal in them or something so yep. that you can't like, get accidentally like someone can't like steal your money from your wallet by like scanning it while you walk by yeah there's gonna be that for like your mind yeah. and your brain like people will you'll wear a hat to like deflect brain mind readers yeah you have to they already have like devices that you can put in your house that like emit a signal that like blocks out outside signal and like cuts out wi-fi and like cell service and stuff like that tech it basically like emps your own house like it puts an umbrella over it which is pretty cool it's gonna be insane yeah there's uh, gonna be a massive boom like i see more bad cases for this than good cases right off the bat and so yeah i think the massive industries that are going to spring out of this are like mind protection <laughs> like um so also imagine this you're like watching a facebook ad but you're wearing your oculus and it's like examining exactly how you respond to the ad to know how to serve you advertisements in the future and um you think like the three main players who are going to get into this Facebook, obviously, and they, that's just like a no brainer. Uh, and then Google glass, maybe they'll be able to resurrect something there and bring it to light. But also Apple apparently is going to be launching a headset. So, and Apple actually has precedent because with their iWatch, they have the ECG scan in your like Apple watch or whatever. So I, I do not think it's far off for them to be like introducing the Apple headset with an fMRI scanner built in to make sure that like if you're having some sort of brain aneurysm, it's going to like track it and help you and blah, blah, blah. But they also can like, I mean, I, I don't know how, to, uh, you know, how uh, nefarious Apple is on all this kind of stuff. Facebook, you definitely get that vibe from them more because they have such a big like incentive with their ad business, but not far off for these people or governments to like hijack them or like. Or dude, like think about the way that um, police departments, they can um, give a warrant to Google, Google Maps. And if you have your, mm -hmm. if you have your GPS turned on on your phone and you walk past a crime scene at a certain time, they can ask Google Maps to be like, give me all the data of the people that walked past this crime, this specific location at this specific time, because there's like a murder there we're investigating. And I've heard of people being falsely accused based off of Google Maps data, like, oh, you were at the place at the time you were maybe just an unlucky bystander or something like that. But uh, like Google gave a warrant. So imagine Apple or Facebook having this technology and then having to give warrants to be like anyone wearing their Apple headset at this location at this time or like, yeah, dude, crazy. Yeah, absolutely. I, crazy. I wonder, like, I guess I guess everything we're talking about is like uh, when you're thinking about like writing code or something, you think about like uh, you have read access and then you have write access. And I think everything we're talking about is like the ability to read the mind. And I was, I'm trying to think if there's any way to like write into the mind. I was thinking like, Oh, imagine like the empathy you could have for someone. Cause instead of trying to explain what they're going through, 
they could just like project their brainwaves into your mind and you would like literally understand because you would feel the way they feel. But I think, I think that for me, that's where like I stop and I'm like, I don't, I don't know if you could like project someone else's waves into someone else's mind. I obviously know nothing about this really, but like from the way it sounds, it sounds like we can read things coming off the body. And like, we know that we can, you know, you're affected by things you see and hear. But as far as like energy and waves and like this kind of stuff, I don't know if there's a way to like project thoughts and images into a mind mm-hmm. via like laser or like, I don't understand that type of energy. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to imagine all of the, uh, all of the ways that this is going to be used, especially because there's so much of it. That's just like, so tied into like biology and, uh, yeah, it's just like a whole nother, a whole nother realm really than just tech. (laughs) You'll be like flying um, an airplane using your mind and you'll like get distracted and like fly it into a mountain. (laughs) So actually interesting. You should say that I want to bring up a bunch of use cases that, um, have kind of been in the works for a while. And one of them is very similar. So it was actually back in 2018, Nissan unveiled a brain to vehicle technology that would allow vehicles to interpret signals from the driver's brain so pretty much you'd be able to drive your car with your brain and they're like super cool but yeah as you can imagine there's problems and like how often is my brain completely not being used while i'm driving my vehicle like i'm off in a different planet but like it's a straight road for a long time and i'm just driving you know what i mean so i could see some issues there um facebook showed a possible use of brainwave technology to decode speech a while ago um, nothing too big came of that. I don't know. Obviously there's Neuralink and Elon Musk. Um, and then we had, uh, you know, we have a lot of people with these really optimistic things, like, like imagine being able to like move your, you're an amputee and you can move your arms based off of your brain signals, um, or your, you know, your legs or whatever. So like, those are optimistic, um, use cases because right now, well, that's like, what, that's, that's what Elon plans with Neuralink, right? Basically. Yeah. Uh, you know, you have a, a fuse at the bottom of your spine and then one at your brain, but they're not connecting. So, uh, what Neuralink would do would, would essentially send a Bluetooth signal from like the top of your brain to like that bottom part of the spine and, and give it like that low latency signal. And that's kind of his idea. And, and I guess Neuralink kind of answers my question. Like that is how you'd actually, uh, be able to understand thoughts and things from outside is mm-hmm. it would transcode it for you into like a way that your brain can understand like with thoughts yeah. and feelings, like maybe you'd be able to watch a movie in your mind's eye instead of like with your actual eyes. And it would be way more immersive because you'd actually be feeling the things or smelling the things because everything happens inside the brain. So if you have an antenna connected to your brain, like Neuralink, I guess that's when you could consume, you know, that's when you're, that's the like reality bending stuff because reality yeah. all takes place in the mind. I, and so as soon as you doing... tap into that, like, anything is possible. Yeah. But like you were saying earlier, I don't know if we're at that level yet, because I don't know if pe- I don't, I haven't heard of anything. I should do more research that is right. Like there's read, but I don't know if there's any right, like there's any like right ability inside your brain, like people to project a video inside your brain. I think still with even Neuralink, it's still uh, based off of like you're thinking things. And so it's able to extrapolate, but I don't know if it's able to put the thinking into you. You know what I mean? Um, Mm, so like you might still need like an oculus headset to do that but like maybe the way like maybe you're maybe you're self-directing the movie though so you're wearing an oculus headset and your eyes are writing into your brain but then the the ai is reading from your brain and doing everything you tell it to do so you're like make it a james bond movie with this guy as the actor okay actually this part's boring how about he hops over to a jeep instead of his motorcycle and it's like all happening in front of you 
So that mm-hmm. would be crazy. Okay, but, so you're writing it with your mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're writing it with your mind, and then you your intake is still through your eyes. I think your eyes are still like one of the biggest eyes, ears, smell. Yeah, all your senses are right capability. And I don't know if we have. Well, that. you can see things with your eyes closed, right? Like when you when you dream or when you think of things. That's like often dreams seem super real. You can visualize things True. in your inner minds in your mind's True. eye. So it's it's. I mean, possible. that would be that yeah. would be incredible. It's possible. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that'd be crazy. And the thing is, there's no way we ever could have figured out like a, like a way to write that in code other than AI, just like you feed it data and it just figures out how to do it, which is crazy. So I want to bring up a couple of use cases as well that seems sort of dystopian. So apparently back since um, they do this in China and since 2015, Australia has been doing it. So uh, I guess Australia seems to have a lot of these, uh, what I would call dystopian things. I'm sure people, I don't know. I'm sure people in Australia think they're great. Maybe, I don't know. Anyways, they have these things called smart caps. So if you are driving a high-speed train, you wear a smart cap on your head that is, I think these are more primitive versions, but they are looking at your brainwaves and making sure you don't fall asleep. So if you're you're feeling sleepy or if you fall asleep, then it makes a big, huge, loud noise that wakes you up. But you have to like wear this hat while you're driving high-speed chains or trains in China. And Australia has been doing it for quite a while too. So it's kind of interesting. And uh, apparently, you know, it helps not have so many accidents, yada, yada. Like you can see the benefits, but like, I don't know. I, I also wonder like what the what the effects of wearing a, like, is this a is this like a an x-ray that's like frying your brain, like wearing one of these brain caps on your head? Is your brain like slowly getting fried from like, I don't know. I don't know what the implications of this are exactly on your brain, but. Also that, I wonder if it's dangerous. Um, but uh, yeah, a bunch of other Dude, people. Part, have... part of me part of me is like, we got to go all into this. And then part of me is like, I need to escape like, to the countryside and like start growing vegetables and like get back to nature and like live, live a proper human life and like meditate, you know, like part of me is like oh. run away. And part of me is like, no, we need to like explore this. You know, this is how we're going to communicate with people on Mars. You know, <laughs> I mean, I have yeah, both reactions at the same time. Yeah, I'm honestly for this, I'm mostly terrified. But like, the thing is, this is the hard thing. Like, a lot of times, I feel like you just don't like have a choice. Like, this is the way that the technology is going. And so it's, it's like, when I say you don't have a choice, it's like, it's, it feels like resistance is futile, you know, like, I don't want like a, a mind reading, like, because so apparently in China, this is actually a thing where they like, um, they're like, like measuring your brain waves more often than I thought. Apparently, um, they did like a bunch of studies where to see when you're the most tired. And then they use that for like different things at work. Um, in China, they have a government backed surveillance project to monitor employee emotions, um, that are under intensive development. So if they're like in something that they would uh, define as like a critical area, then they have like, I'm not exactly sure if they have to wear like a helmet or what, because yeah, they've made helmets for this kind of stuff. But uh, pretty much they say a highly, so this is a a psychologist from China speaking at uh, Ningbo University. The scientist's name is Jinjia. And they explained a highly emotional employee in a key post could affect an entire production line, jeopardizing his or her own safety as well as that of others. When the system issues a warning, the manager asks the worker to take the day off or move to a less critical post. Some jobs require high concentration. There is no room for mistakes. 
dude, to me, that sounds so dystopian. They're like, you're too emotional today. Go like, go get a different post or like take the day off. Like, can you imagine your boss just being like, uh, your brain waves are like a too emotional, too aggressive, too sad, too slow, too happy, too whatever we don't like. So uh, take the day off. You're not a fit for our job today. Like, geez, dude, that is dystopian. <laughs> dude, they should do this for the army. Just, so we only get like, you know, top G alphas into <laughs> to the military. <laughs> Sorry. You're, you're, you're too much of a beta male. <laughs> yeah. Well, like the thing is, you're too I mean, emotional. This is a government backed program in China. And like, they didn't say exactly what, um, exactly what they were like job functions. They were talking about this. I'm assuming like intelligence things, but like, yeah, obviously, uh, this is get this is going into, this is going to go into the military. Yeah. Without a doubt. Like, Oh, he Dude, this like is he has too much empathy. This is going to be uh, destroy this entire innocent colony for you know whatever, whatever, blah blah blah. China's like, okay, kick him out, pull in this other ruthless guy or whoever, right? Crazy. Yeah, like, dude, I think Ender's Game have the same type of. Uh, I think they that's how they found the kids, right? Didn't they put them through like these type of IQ personality tests, like they in that them, one where they're trying to find oh, like man. the most? Yeah, you're right. It was crazy. They. They had them do all sorts of like mental tests and different things like that. And that was how they were dictating. Yeah. Who should lead the military and stuff. Yeah. That is, that's crazy. And it's, Dude, it's, really it's kind of like the off. same as, uh, uh, was it the same author who wrote the hunger games? What's the one where like you choose a faction and oh. uh, I forget what the book is, but like, Oh, divergent. Right. It's like, oh, yeah. uh, they, they kind of understand your personality based on like what you would do in a scenario. So they put you through, I think it's in the mind or maybe it's in real life. They put you through a scenario and then the way you react to it shows like you're, you're better suited for like this type of job. Dude, Facebook is definitely going to come out and you know how they have those stupid, like what kind of toaster am I? What kind of dog am I? What, like, you know, if I was a piece <laughs> of paper, of like what scan, kind of paper like would a, I be? Or, you know, like the stupid retriever. Facebook like, quizzes. Oh, that's They'll so definitely cool. have something where it's like, you know, how, like what, what is your mind composition? And it'll be like, I am a, you know, I don't even know. I'm a, I'm suited for the military. Like my perfect career is a pilot. Uh, you know, Oh, oh yeah. I, I'm like a super alpha, you know, I'm yeah. a, yeah. Career wise. That know, would I don't be know. Really I interesting. guess. I also predict that there's going to be a whole bunch of like scam spam kind of people that are like, take this quiz to find out like what house of Harry Potter you're in. And it's like asking you a whole bunch of like right. questions and scanning your brain. And then it's like selling them to like nefarious actors, but it's like, you're like in Gryffindor, like congratulations. And then all your brain data has like now been stolen and cloned and whatever. Dude, well, it's yeah, the same crazy. as like TikTok and filters, right? It's like now they have, now they have face ID of like every person on the planet. Yep. 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 Um, well, it's also interesting because with social media right now and everything else, there's algorithms that are like detecting what we like and what we don't like. But now this is a very literal way straight into our brain. Like the algorithms that Facebook could build for like, let's say, you know, uh, Instagram reels or whatever, based off of what you literally like think when you see different videos and things could be absolutely insane. So this is something that's really interesting though. Uh, there was a, a lady speaking, um, uh, Stefan Chen, and they were saying, I think they were talking about all of the stuff going down in China. Um, Oh yeah. It's the same person that was talking about, um, like if you're too emotional, they'll pull you off the job or whatever. Um, and they said that it's hard to know how to evaluate 
um, everything. At any rate, we are told that the workers at first resist and then accept the devices and now wear them all day at work. So I don't know, to me, that's just like, you think about like with uh, COVID and like everyone wearing masks. Um, and I'm sure this is controversial. So people will be upset about that. But like, uh, I didn't love wearing a mask all the time. Um, I'm sure lots of people didn't, but you know, maybe they did it to keep people safe or whatever. Anyways, um, at first, a lot of people resisted, but then they just like eventually were like, oh, fine, I'll wear a mask. And then people wore a mask all the time. And I talked to people that said, I'm going to wear a mask forever, even when it's not required. And they're not actually, but they said they would. Anyways, um, I think it's going to be the same thing with like these places, like your work or your job or whatever tells you you have to wear the helmet like all the time. And there's going to be people that resist. And then eventually it's just like, oh, well, it's my job. I like have to. And uh, it's very interesting to see the uh, like if whether you agree with it or you don't agree with it. I think it's like, um, when I say it, I mean, whether you agree with the way vaccines were hand were handled in the whole world, masking was handled in the whole world, uh, the way that people were incentivized to get vaccinated or to wear masks, whether you agree with that or not, I think it's very important for us to have some self-reflection and look at um, the parallels between that and what could possibly happen in the future uh, with some of this mind reading technology and stuff. Um, will our war, will we be fired from our job if we don't wear like a mind reading helmet because, you know, our job is super critical. Um, will we be, you know, removed from, will we have like certain, uh, you know, our credit score, will that go down if we don't like wear the helmet or do certain things? Self-reflection time, we should definitely be looking at the parallels between that and the mind reading of the future. And if we want that same thing that happened in the past it already happened do we want to repeat that or do we want to learn from that do we want to change that or not it's gonna be really interesting man it's gonna be crazy yeah no this has been good let's follow it closely because you know stuff's just gonna be like flying off the shelves with ai thank you so much for listening to the chat gpt podcast with us today if you're interested in all things ai make sure to subscribe to our newsletter it goes out every week and it is linked in the description and also make sure that you join our ai community there is a group link below for our facebook group there's tons of people in there and always i'm learning new things from people dropping all the projects they're working on all of their discoveries it's a lot better than a podcast sometimes because it's a real conversation we can all learn from each other We'd love to see you in the group and as always have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode, breaking down how AI is impacting your industry. Today's episode is sponsored by AI Box, a no-code AI app builder and marketplace which just launched a crowdfunding campaign. If you are interested in investing in a new AI startup, you can go to republic.com slash AI dash box. I'll leave a link in the show notes as well to learn more. The minimum investment is $150 and the maximum investment is $100,000. Until next time, have a fantastic day.